So David Malukas back in the Freak Nation. He's been in here several times, and we try to get some good sound bites out of the guy. You don't have to try. This guy just drops all kinds of bombs. I tee it up, and he uh, he goes for it. But Malukas, uh, how you doing, buddy? Now with this new gig, uh, I am doing very very good. Uh, can't stop smiling every day. I wake up and I smile. Go to bed. I'm smiling. I'm dreaming. I'm smiling. It's uh, living the best life that I can here at Aaron McLaren. Can I share something with you? Uh, given the fact that you're hopping to a team where you know damn well, and I'm not knocking any of your previous teams, but it's nice to hop into a team. And I bring this up point knowing that when you reach over there, hit the key and turn the engine on, it's going to start. Because uh, with this interview that we had with you last time, uh, watch this. Um, this is uh, That's you here in the Freak Nation. And that's uh, that's no audio. Oh, that was on you, Kenny, not yeah. David or his former team. Yeah. Wait, we had no audio. Yeah, no audio, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a damn good interview. Too. Oh, no. oh, it was so good. There's so many good clips from that. <laughs> I know. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's so <laughs> unfortunate. My, my, so, so my point it was this is uh, you're you're hopping on a on a team that is incredible when it comes to production of a race car and performance on a racetrack that uh, I hope you don't have to deal with speed freaks every now and then uh, learning how to um, provide audio on an awesome interview. That was uh, kind of sucked butt that we couldn't uh, put that thing on air. Yeah, that's really fortunate. That was a really good interview. High energy, too, right after the race. There's a lot of good bits that you could have collected from that. Oh, I'm so sad. I was so excited for that to go to go up. And oh, man, no yeah. Well, yeah, that, of course, was post-race Worldwide Technology Raceway, where, again, you finished on the podium. And now with Errol McLaren, it's a team that a lot of drivers would like to be a part of. Can you run us through... Uh, beginning to end on when you started to get the contact of, wow, this might be possible? So it first started to come together in Nashville. Um, that's when I first started to talk to to Zach and Sam Schmidt. Um, they obviously showed interest and told me about the possibility. Um, and, you know, the, very soon after that, I'd say it all kind of got wrapped up within a month. So going into the final few races of the season, I already knew. Uh, and I was trying very much to keep it within me to not uh, spoil or say anything about it. Um, so, yeah, it was really good. I tried to do like little hints on my Instagram stories and stuff. Nobody noticed. I was putting like the papaya colors everywhere, um, trying to hint at it, little Easter eggs. But uh, nobody caught on. Actually, I think somebody caught on at Laguna. I took a picture of the corkscrew and I was like, wow, what an incredible place. And there's actually a bunch of McLaren, uh, Aaron McLaren uh, people right at the bottom of the hill. So uh, somebody pointed that out. They're like, oh foreshadowing <laughs> <laughs> yay somebody's paying attention out there so basically let's go back to that interview without audio after your podium at world ride technology raceway you knew then and you gave us no easter eggs or at least we wouldn't know because we have no audio <laughs> yes i couldn't uh, i couldn't say anything but i was so excited in the back of my head i really wish i could say something but uh, i was i did a really good job keeping it in it was it felt a very long time for me every did day they ask just, you Nice. They ask you just to keep to do your best to keep quiet, or we're going to have to uh, let you go before we even hire you. <laughs> well, I mean, it probably wasn't that serious, but that's how I took it, you know, because I'm like mm -hmm. Aaron McLaren, you know, and they're like, you got to stay quiet. And I'm like, okay, okay, I won't say anything. <laughs> I won't do anything. <laughs> Whatever you want, I'm doing it. Uh, but yeah, I was, uh, I was trying to, and the thing is, it was actually a lot of fun seeing um, all the, the fans and the community trying to figure out what's going on and where I'm going when I like 
already know like the spiel of not just me but like all the drivers and i'm just like sitting in the background just like eating my snacks just like nobody knows (laughs) (laughs) that's tremendous now you just said whatever they say i'll do Hold on, though. I know you're relocating from Chicago to Indianapolis. That's awesome. But that was your decision, not theirs, correct? Yes, that was my decision. So that's something that I've always uh, dealt with um, going throughout my whole racing career is that I want to be near the shop, wherever it may be. So since they're based down in Indy, um, that for me was obviously my call to to go down there. Uh, And I'm very excited. I've been wanting to move to Indy just to be, you know, near all the drivers and all the people that I now know all live in Indy. So I think for me, it's going to be better. And I've wanted to make that decision. But since I was with DCR um, previously, I, they were right down the street for me, 15 minutes here in Chicago. So I just want to be with the near the shop so I can be with the guys, be with the team, especially now that it's new. Everything's new for me. And there's a lot of people. I want to build all the chemistries, build the relationships. So by the time next season starts, we already have our lingo and we're already having a blast out on track. So who's giving you the best advice as to where to live? Is it your teammates, either Pato or Alexander Rossi or... Like we talked about in the past with you a couple of times, your idol, Scott Dixon. Yes. So I actually managed to talk to Scott Dixon about it when I was at the Milwaukee Mile because we were both at the press conference. Um, And so far, everybody I've talked to from drivers to mechanics, engineers to just people in Indy, uh, everybody says Carmel is where you want to be. So I will be uh, moving in the Carmel area. Zionsville's not too bad. I'm a Zionsville graduate. I got to say I'm a little biased to that area as well. But yeah, you can't go wrong. Indianapolis is a great city. You're going to you're going to love it. Just uh, don't swim with Pat McAfee in the Broad Ripple River. Oh, okay. All right. Sounds good. I'll remember that. <laughs> Have you, has, has there been team meetings with the other drivers at this point? Yes, there, there has been. Um, we've done, you know, a, a few different couple of meetings um, here at Aaron McLaren. They're very structured. They, they have you know plans for everything, and I've managed to, to actually test with both drivers. I tested with Pato in Sebring, and I tested here with Rossi at, uh, at Indy. So managed to get already a feel of with both drivers, talking with them, communicating, um, and overall it's just the team in general. And so far it's been very good. Um, Pato and Rossi are very good in their own ways, so it's just uh, I'm trying to absorb as much information and write as many notes as I can. So when I come home, I kind of just study between the two and make sure that I'm very much ready when 24 comes. I just don't know with uh, Alex, Alexander Rossi, who's such a bombastic, loud, suck the air out of the room personality, how you two are going to get along. <laughs> it's a really good relationship, I think, for the three of us. It's kind of like Rossi's going to be our dad taking us to the track. Uh, that's kind of the way things have been shaping up, especially through content day. You know, I just recently did a, a previous podcast and they asked, you know, if you did a road trip, who's driving and who's, who's in the back seat? And I'm like, well, me and Pato are definitely in the backseat listening to some jams when Rossi's driving us to the track because it's that's just the relationship it is. It's the dad <laughs> taking the kids to the track. <laughs> so what are the jams? I mean, if this is Pops taking you guys to the track, what are his jams? Well, Rossi's jams are, I don't, they're very, they're, they're I guess you'd say they're like alternative or more yeah. like, I don't know, like music you would listen to at like a campfire. Like, I, I don't really know. It's nothing really what? like intense. So for me, it's, it's very just mellow and same kind of beat throughout. It's not really for me. Um, so, yeah, that's hopefully he doesn't have the ox. <laughs> so wait a minute. Is Rossi like Tom Petty Eagles or is it even more? Alter- is it is it more alternative? Like you did say alternative. I, 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 don't, not alternative. I, I don't really I don't really know because I'm not really in that realm of music, you know, for 
for me. It's like, I, that's just something I never really kind of listened to. It's something that, you know, it's good to play in the background when you're studying at a coffee shop, but I didn't know people listen to that, like, you know, all the time, like on a daily. So I don't know. Real. Yeah. So, so I don't know. That's to me, it sounds like his taste of music is like background music. So it's yacht rock. Ah, maybe. Yeah. I, yeah. That's, I guess that's a way of putting it. Yeah. What is Malukas's take? I mean, what is your, what's your, your, basically your playlist? Well, my playlist has an incredible variety. Um, I listen to so many different uh, genres of music, but let me pull up my gateway playlist um, that I created uh, just to get kind of a, a, a feeling for it. So you, yes, I have Spin Me Around. Right, yeah. So I have Spin Me Around, Dead or Alive, Smooth Criminal, Michael Jackson, yes. um, Ea Sola uh, by Peso Pluma. Uh, we got Cantina Band by John Williams from Star Wars. A lot of variety there. We have Rasputin, great song. We also have some more recent stuff like Post Malone, Olivia Rodrigo, um, Master of Puppets, Metallica, Frank Sinatra. I'm a big Frank Sinatra fan. Um, so that's, I guess, something that people were a little bit surprised by. But it's a large variety, large variety. Allure's on Danse, which is like a French song. I really like that. So this is wow. variations. This is your playlist. This is what you roll into. I mean, you, you're listening to this before you hop in the cockpit. Oh, yeah. Like this is the the stuff that I listen to. Um, there's also, you know, a few songs that are more like kind of like get you up motivating. Like you could do this kind of like, you know, that type of stuff to get you in the game. But anytime I do that, I get a little bit too excited and I make some stupid moves. So I kind of just listen to some yeah. Michael Jackson, <laughs> just something yeah. that gets me in the mood. Smooth Criminal, love that song. So wait a minute, you just called that your gateway playlist. That was your St. Louis playlist. Do you have a yes. different playlist for every track? Well, this is just the one that I created for IndyCar for uh, for Gateway. But yes, there's some variations depending on the, the you know the time of, of the season, if it's spring or summer, and what tracks fit it best. You know, Spin Me Around is definitely a gateway classic or Around the World. Uh, those are normally oval songs for me. <laughs> It's awesome. Hey, buddy, uh, happy new year. Happy holidays. I know it's only freaking October. We just thought we'd get to get it over with right now, right? <laughs> well, to me, it's not getting it over with. I love these moments. I love you guys. Speed Freaks, that's the way to go. <laughs> Malukas, thank you, buddy. Thank you guys for having me. It's All a right, blast buddy. as always.